Blog Talk Radio. Returning 
uh, East Coast Cats weekly polls. And at least yeah, for this week. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So, to anybody listening for the first time, um, we used to kind of do this every week where we'd run polls about questions about the week in wrestling. Um, this one was pretty much focused on tonight, as a matter of fact. I think tonight is, in, in a week of big stories, in a week of new shows and new announced teams and wrestlers moving around and changing nights. Um, I thought it was important to put the focus on tonight specifically. Um, so AEW Dynamite premieres tonight after, you know, months and months and months of speculation and, you know, all this kind of starting at the uh, the all-in pay-per-view and building from there and pay-per-views and newscasts and all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, with the announcement that AEW would run Wednesdays on TNT, uh, WWE um, decided to greenlight NXT going to cable, going to USA Network, running for two hours directly across, directly opposed to AEW Dynamite. Um, so we had a few polls kind of about those two shows tonight, which are going to start in just over an hour. On the first poll, uh, which show are you watching live? Um, 46% said AEW. 24% NXT, 16% flipping back and forth, and 14% watching simultaneously, like I'll be doing. Um, second poll, which show does a better rating tonight? I thought it was surprising. Um, 75% think AEW is going to do a larger audience than NXT. Um, I, I don't agree, but it seems to be prevailing thought, so, so I could just be wrong there. Um, the third poll... Yeah, which of these singles matches are you most looking forward to? Um, I put two men's matches and two women's matches. Um, Candice LeRae challenging Shayna Baszler was 23%. Matt Riddle challenging Adam Cole was 56%. Um, 8% was the inaugural women's title match with uh, Nyla Rose and Riho. And 13% was Adam Page against Pop. So um, the last poll was which of these tag matches are you more likely to put the remote down for? Like, which one of these is going to hold your interest the most? And, and I've been um, updated that the uh, Elite versus Jericho and Mystery Partners is actually the Elite versus Jericho and LAX. That got 43%, so I'm not sure if everybody who read the poll knew that news going in, uh, but 57% was the Street Profits challenging O'Reilly and Fish for the NXT tag titles. So, yeah, it seems to be the prevailing thought is most people plan on watching AEW. Most people think most people are going to watch AEW. But as far as individual matches go, they do feel like NXT is going to put on the superior matches. Yeah, I think uh, as far as my voting went, it was along those lines. It was Riddle Cole was the match I'm looking forward to as far as singles matches and tag matches. It was... Street Profits and O'Reilly Fish. But on the flip, overall, yeah, I was with AEW uh, Dynamite doing a better rating. And um, and also I'm watching simultaneously. So I'm not picking AEW. Uh, I'll have NXT on the big screen with no sound and captions, and I'll have uh, AEW on the laptop with sound. So that's how I'm, I'm choosing to go about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing something similar. Um, one on each monitor, 
with, uh, you know, both of them visually the same, but with the audio on AEW. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then, I mean, I um, think that's, for me, mm-hmm. I think for everyone, not just for me, but because I was at one of those shows live and I didn't see a couple of the other shows, the announcing to me is still quite foreign. So, I don't, you know, I'm interested to uh, to pay attention to to how the products uh, uh, are portrayed by the, the announce table, guys. Well, yeah, I think, you know, in the interest of time, um, having about an hour to work with, I'm going to run through some other things really quick. So, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw, um, new announce team, Vic Joseph, Dio Madden, and Jerry the King Lawler. Um, my quick thoughts are, Big Joseph was fine. Um, I thought Dio Madden had a couple of missteps, but I think that's just getting into the swing of being on that big of a show. Um, Jerry Lawler is Jerry Lawler. It's not my thing, and it hasn't been my thing for a long time. Um, so I don't know if that's the best environment for those other two guys, with him being the personality he is, being such a large personality, but we'll see. Um, big stories coming out of there. No universal title match between Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Um, as Rey Mysterio came out for a promo, he was attacked by Brock Lesnar. He was attacked. Uh, his son Dominic pulled over the uh, the railing, um, was attacked, hospitalized, uh, taking Rey kind of out of the match because he needed to be with his son, um, turning into eventually Rusev challenging Seth Rollins um, for the universal title. That going to no contest. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that is a part of it, too. Rusev basically challenging, saying he was the only one to save Seth Rollins from a two-on-one attack from Randy Orton and Baron Corbin, who are the first two members of Ric Flair's team opposing Hulk Hogan's team at the next Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Um, Seth Rollins is the captain of Hulk Hogan's team. Uh, Rusev came out to aid him and got a uh, title match as a result. Match went to a no contest as Bobby Lashley came out, followed by Lana, um, and they started making out. Um, and there's, I'm That's sure people want to talk about that. Um, and, and, you know, while this was happening, in, in a big juxtaposition, uh, The Fiend came out and attacked Seth Rollins once again, leading into their title match at Hell in a Cell. Um, so we have those things. And, um, of course, this Friday night, uh, the premiere of SmackDown on Fox, lots of returning guests. Uh, the Rock will be making an appearance. You expect Steve Austin there, Undertaker there, all headlined by Brock Lesnar challenging Kobe Kingston for the WWE title. Yeah, it was a lot a lot going on on Monday, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, mm-hmm. they, were, they were doing everything they could to <laughs> keep – Keep folks' attention, and you know that 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 pace just can't can't keep up. But you know it was interesting for for us. What week two of Monday Night Football, or is this three by at this point? I don't know. Um, or whatever. But they they're ramping up with the new set, the season premiere. They know they've got to advertise and have a try to get a big audience on for SmackDown on Friday on Fox. Um, so it was a it was a lot of busy busy raw, um, 
Yeah, we don't necessarily. <laughs> What's to go into with the Lashley, Lana Rusev stuff? And, yeah, you know, I mean, that was more fun for an initial reaction. Like, that was mean fodder and all kinds of edits. And But, you know, I I didn't like it the first time with Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis. I, it's just not my thing. Um, because I, I think that, I think it's a thing for actors. And it's We've a done thing this for with Lana and Rusev guys. before. Sorry. Like, it's, and especially when they exist in a space where their actual relationship is, is like, very publicized on another WWE TV show. It, it's just, there's a lot to it. I think that when you tell a story like that, I think you need to have a certain amount of time and talent. And it's not taking away from Lana or Rusev or Lashley, but they are wrestlers, not actors. This is a wrestling show, not a movie or a drama. You know, so, yeah, whatever. It's, it, again, yeah. funny memes in the and moment. We've seen, I don't know. They, they, they did the yeah. same stuff with Lana and Rusev before with Dolph Ziggler, and Lana yeah. and Ziggler are making out. And it's just like, why do they... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just would not... Just doesn't seem like a good idea for, idea for for TV reasons, for like show reasons, kayfabe reasons, not to not to do this on a level of nobody's going to buy it, that kind of kind of thing. And then also you you fuck around and book yourself into a goddamn divorce or worse. Yeah, I'm not interested in it. Or or I should say, yeah, I don't know what's worse than that. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, and then you know, just Brock Lesnar just looking like an absolute world killer, even more so than usual going into to Friday night. Um, and, and really, quick, yeah, uh, it, uh, it continued with Ray not being able to finish a promo without getting interrupted for one reason or another. But to to go there with the brutality on Dominic, I, I guess. You know, I, we've been, like I said last week, I think, we've been expecting it with, we were expecting it with Joe, and I think they're uh, just finally getting around and showing that this kid can take bumps and, you know, working him into <clears throat> future uh, stuff, whatever that may be. Send him to the performance center, and eventually is what I, I assume is going to happen. If he's not already there, I don't, I don't know. But... You know, he beat the crap out of both those guys, especially Dominic, who's you know not a trained wrestler. At least that's the uh, that's the gimmick. And uh, you know, stretcher job, it was good. It was. I would have liked to gotten. Did we get? We didn't hear anything from Kofi, no New Day or anything on Raw. Well, I mean, what we did hear. Um, shout out to Chris Carter on on FS1, but. They had a sit-down with Kofi during their AM show, Chris Carter being very serious and professional and endearing and welcoming. And that was really great, I thought. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah, going to reach. Treated him like an athlete. Not a, exactly. A, like referencing his last Brock Lesnar match. Like, like yeah, like, okay, this is good. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, to me, of course, being optimistic, I feel like, like this is setting up Kofi's big win. I, I really feel like that. Um, I 
mean, we'll see Friday, man. You know, but but it looks it might be okay. You think they're setting up Kofi to win? Wow. I think you you stack the deck like this against your champion. Um, I mean, stranger things have happened. I think that I wonder if Vegas is taking bets on this. Um, it'd be time to make some money. Yeah, because you wouldn't, uh, you know, you could bet fifty bucks on Kofi and win, you know, and if he wins, and you win. Right. Nice little, yeah. And if he loses, you know, nah, fifty bucks, shit. But I mean, it's like a bad date. Like, fucking took that bitch out, and <laughs> wow. you know, she was. <laughs> oh, I've been on my fair shit. No, I can't even call them bad. They were good. That's what. That's what. That's what hurts. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not. No. Um. Yeah. Now. Because there's no SmackDown, we have to, I guess, react to NXT last week. I mean, I have to do anything, but um, I yeah. thought another solid, another solid show, especially for that format. You know, one live broadcast or USA broadcast, and the second <clears throat> live on the network. This week we're two hours all on USA, and um, I think they're at a creatively and as far as star power and stuff, they're, I think, in a, in a very good spot. Um, yeah. I am watching some of the second hour from last week, and you see, you know, they, they're they they're not afraid to put non-stars on TV. You put that Caden uh, uh, woman in there with Rhea Ripley and, and let her get her stuff off and look really good and do her high-flying uh, flippy-doos. Uh, but Rhea looks strong, gets the win, and now this Oni Larkin and uh, virtual match with these, you know, I don't know, uh, New Orleans guys, because they have those little Lafleurs or whatever they're called on their tights. You know, just I assume this is just going to be an extended squash, just an enhancement match. Uh, so I don't know if this will care because this is the second hour, so I'm going to mm-hmm. acknowledge that. But I wonder, and I hope, this is something that's in the philosophy. Like, not every match has to be – like, look what's happening on Raw in the last two weeks specifically. Like, they're having, you know, pretty big blockbuster matches. They're mm-hmm. doing Lesnar and Kofi on TV and not having it on pay-per-view. They're doing Shane and – uh, and Kevin Owens on TV and not having it on the pay-per-view two days later. Um, I, I think NXT is going to show that they're the ideal m- medium. Uh, and I think being right in the middle of the week with two hours, uh, yeah, I, I, I think for six months from now, of all the brands, all of them, <laughs> we're going to be saying NXT is uh, has has gained the most from this new this new uh, era of, of of pro wrestling TV that we're in. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's going out on a limb. <laughs> it's not a hot take or anything. Like, they're just the most disciplined, uh, you know, thought-out brand, and that's going to carry the day, I think. And really for us, and they're, they're, short competing, yeah, they're, they're competing against other wrestlers. Like, you know, Raw is competing against Monday Night Football a lot of the time. And they're, a lot of times yeah. they're also competing against most networks' best foot forward as far as their shows go, unless it's a Sunday night. You know, SmackDown is fighting with <clears throat> movies. You know, like, they're fighting with entertainment that doesn't exist at home. Um, but on a Wednesday night, you know, yeah, outside, outside of a yeah, outside of AEW and like the Wednesday night uh, ESPN NBA game, in a lot of cases, like they're not that they're unopposed because somebody's watching everything. But when I think of comparable television, you know, they're going against an AEW, and you know, nobody's to say it's going to be the Monday Night Wars. Of course, it won't be the Monday Night Wars in terms of viewership because there are way too many options. But, you know, who's not to say those shows don't prop each other up by both being good, you know? Um, I think that of those three shows, Trav, absolutely NXT. Of the four shows, I don't know because AEW still has to show and prove. Um, But those two shows, I think, are in a great spot. They're in the middle of the week. Um, yeah, it just feeds off of not boredom, but a desire to do something um, that doesn't involve having to do a whole lot. Like, you don't have to compete. with. You're not still worried if your fantasy football team is going to pull through on a Wednesday night. You know, like, they, it's a good spot for both of those shows. It's a good time for both of those shows. A fantastic length for both of those shows. Like, yeah, this is... I like this. I appreciate this. And to be selfish, for people like you and I who have to produce content all week, whether it be wrestling or something else, this is a great spot (laughs) because, you know, we do what we do together beforehand. We take care of it after, and then we have the time to generate the content after the fact. So, So, yeah. If you had to guess, does being on Tuesday on a stronger network, but surrounded by, but now surrounded right in the middle of the week, or uh, whatever, middle, but uh, surrounded by a lot of good, potentially good good wrestling product, does, does Impact six months from now, are they benefiting from more people, you know, kind of the idea of, holy shit, wrestling, you know, it's, it, I mean, I don't want to say it's cool again because it's just kind of wrestling and, and, and chugging along. But it's a thing. Like, you see that graphic and you see Monday Raw, Tuesday Impact, Wednesday AEW and NXT, um, Thursday NXT UK, Friday SmackDown, and, and, and then Saturday's WOW. It's like, like, my, what a time to be alive kind of thing. Uh, does that help? I think Tessa Blanchard benefits. Um, <laughs> you know, like, I, when you ask me if Impact benefits, it's such a hard question because Impact doesn't have to do numbers. You know, like, three people can watch Impact, and the powers that be 
will find a way to prop up impact. So I don't know. Like, I, I know that they're getting positive reviews. I know that the, the issues people have had with impact for years have all but been nullified, even though it's not perfect. Um, I think that there's some talent there that has a, has a shot of not necessarily jumping ship, but of writing their own ticket in more ways than one. But as a brand, I don't know, because they've never been in a position to do that based on anything. And because they don't have an obligation to do well, I don't know if they do well. I don't even have the answer. I asked the question not having an answer myself like because I'm completely out of the loop with Impact. You hear thing, you hear that they have a at least decent product most mm-hmm. of the time. And some of the times it's good to really good. So I hear. But being just completely out of out of the loop not knowing any of the people that are there, only really hearing about only focusing like on the bad stuff, like Scarlet Bordeaux. I'm not resigning her and and that kind of thing. But but I don't I don't I think they I think they will benefit. I just don't think it'll be a ton. I I think most of the benefits just going to be being on a network that people can just fucking turn to. <laughs> you know I think I think access is on. I have it on Sling, it's you know, so I assume it's on pretty much most standard, uh, you know, TV packages in what in whatever form that may be. Uh, so it's just the just the fact that I don't have to like fire up my PlayStation to or whatever you do for Twitch. I don't, I don't Twitch. Um, I watch video games or even on YouTube. Twitch. Say what? I watch video games on Twitch, like it's supposed to. Yeah. I think one time I was, I think I watched, you put a link of you doing something. No matter of fact, I was at your apartment, and Isaiah was playing Sonic or some shit. He's like, oh, yeah, no. Mm, yeah, we're playing we're Sonic on Twitch, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, but yeah, just wanted to give impact uh, a little, a little something because they're, you know, they won't die, and you know they should get at least a mention because they're, uh, you know, managed to get to go to, you know, turn the tide a little bit and get on the get on the network. That's hopefully a, a first start. Um, all right, let's uh, let's jump into some callers. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. That's the way to talk to us. Let's uh, well, let's start things off with the funny guy here on Twitter with his jokes. At least I think this is uh, Craig. Uh, Craig, is, is that you? What up, uh, sir? It is me. I I really only hit one to uh, say that the thing was working, and it wouldn't <laughs> let on me. Now. Yeah, I'm like, it was weird because I was like, I thought my thing was wrong. I was resetting the Wi-Fi. I like, because <laughs> this is like the first time for everything to go off, right, at your house, and you're know, like, oh man, that was my sling messed up. I have all my, I got my beer, my pizza, you know, all ready to go, and and, yep. Yep. and I turn into you guys. It, it just goes beep, beep, beep. 
That was weird. Um, it was. Yeah. So, did you get to watch NXT last? You said you were just finishing up. No, I had. I didn't see the basically the half hour, the last fifteen minutes of the first hour, and the first fifteen or twenty minutes of the of the uh, second hour. So I didn't see Riddle. Oh. Riddle, what's his face, and I didn't see the Rhea Ripley uh, or the tag match with Only Lorcan and those who didn't turn out to be such jobber guys. Like that was a solid eight minute, you know, match. Really match. Yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> like, you know, with this start, like yeah, this will be, you know, squash. But yeah. Well, no, uh, so they, yeah, they, now they I'm at Rob and Cameron Grimes, yeah. so I saw this last week. So, but yeah, I saw yeah. I'm enjoying the the NXT that they like they don't really have squash matches because everybody's developmental and they don't but I'm wondering if if they're going to I mean they have pretty much like one-sided things like the uh Budenhagen guy come in and he he's basically just there to get beat and you know he's going to get beat and like that that tag team that they were facing uh the Oni Lork and you you kind of knew they were going to get beat but they actually you know had a match so I'm wondering if they have an they have a chance to have squash matches in NXT if they even want to go down that road because it is still I, I developmental. Think, yeah, but I mean there's squash matches at every level. I mean there's squash matches on the 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 you know the most rural indie because there's always guys that are on that at the, the bottom of the totem pole. That that's all that's just I'm talking like pure squash match though. Like like, you know, yeah, like I, uh the war we're doing come in uh, thirty to seconds to two minutes kind of match. Like what 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 Grimes did yeah, to the Maluda <laughs> two weeks ago. That was a super squash. But even Maluda put up kind of a I mean he got some put stuff. up what? I mean, Greg? I he got hit with one move and pin. What'd he put up? Yeah, you must mean that evolved. Yeah. You must mean uh, uh, Mendoza from last week. I'm talking about Raul, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm talking about Maluto yeah, that's about two weeks ago. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, but no, I do think going forward, NXT will have elements of squash matches, and they did, on, I think, on this show. Again, that Caden lady, she's more than just, you know, enhancement. And that was good. They could let her get her stuff in on Rhea. And the same with those, uh, 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 that tag team. Um, but with two hours, you think Triple H ain't going to have squash matches? Yeah. And it's a I mean, nice way to introduce. A minute worth of matches, a minute of, ma- just think, a minute of match. But all the intros and all the crap surrounding it, like he's like, yeah, no, and put about two or three, two of those on each show. That'll that's some padding, and it's only you know well, to move on to the next thing. I don't think you're gonna lose my, people was, for squash matches. I think that's a misgiving. That's why I was thinking that because usually they'll have. I don't want to say they're jobbers, but and they're not enhancement talent because they're there all the time, and. 
they don't just have like Maluda and and Mendoza. They don't just have like they're just there to get beat. They they have other matches too. Yeah. So it isn't it isn't like they're just yeah, like did, Barry Horowitz. Did, did Barry did Barry Horowitz ever uh, like he got a win right? He, he, he got a, like a tiny push uh, against like Skip from the Body Donuts, and I think he got a couple other wins. It was like really brief, but I remember it because I liked it. I didn't yeah. like Skip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Skip. How you gonna respect a man named Skip of the Body Donuts? I didn't like Skip, but I mean, in retrospect, like I was a kid then, so. I'm pr- I probably would have liked him if I knew about his other, you know, if I if I was watching as a 30 year old or something, then uh, I might have like well, knew. That's not how it works. ECW those, stuff. Those feelings are yeah. are there and ingrained, and you don't get to. Yeah. Hmm, 30 year old. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I'm wondering, anything like, else on your mind? Though, no, like, we kind of strong armed you on, but yeah. No, no, that's it. I've just. Uh, looking forward to tonight, and I'm glad to have you guys on my pre-show. Oh, how, how are you watching, and what? Yeah, tell us that. Uh, I'm watching AEW. I'll probably do that for a little while, um, and then I'll watch. I'll, I'm going to call into the um, Wade's post-show afterwards. Hopefully NXT doesn't get spoiled, and then I'll watch NXT. Well, some aspects. I mean, you can't be on hold listening to callers talk about stuff, you know, that's going to be tough. Well, he he's, he's doing the AEW, and he said uh, yesterday on his uh, VIP, the hotline thing, the Wade Keller hotline, um, yeah. that he doesn't, he, he's really trying hard not to do spoilers. He's going to see, he's going to be watching both at the time. And oh, okay, he's he, only going to talk about one thing. Just want, Right, and he he he'll only bring up um, the 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 scheduled matches, like their scheduled matches tonight for uh, NXT, and he he wants to like note what time they go on as compared to what was going on on the other channel. Okay, I, I wish that I didn't know anything, but you know, I, you know that's that's one of the biggest pains in the ass about this whole thing being at the same time is because I was looking forward to like because I, I always work on Monday and Tuesday nights and Friday nights it's like I don't have any chance to get on the you know the only time is when pay-per-views I can like talk shit on Twitter and, and engage with you know yeah people who are watching at the same time I can't I, I was looking forward to doing that with AEW when they said you know we're going you know on Wednesdays and then NXT was like, well, we're doing growing live. And I'm like, well, shit. Now, I got to kind of avoid Twitter if I want to stay spoiler-free. I don't know how long that's going to last. It's going to be tough because everywhere you look, all your friends are wrestling fans. And, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's one of the things I like most about, about doing, like, watching it live is just the engagement part. But I don't, you know, it, it's, it all depends on which is more important, the engagement part or being spoiler-free. So yeah. I'll have to figure that out as You're I go. You're pretty consistent with your 
staying spoil-free. You wouldn't listen to us live because we would spoil Flash and shit, and you were months behind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I no. was seasons behind, dude. Seasons <laughs> behind. I couldn't do it. Still, yeah. As if, yeah. as if when you caught up, you're going to be like, oh, I remember that conversation from 2015 that Cam and Trev had. About, no, I had, you to, know, I had to abandon you guys for like two years. It sucked. No, I, I know. That's what I'm getting at. So stay consistent. Yeah. Abandon. Uh, somebody got to get abandoned. So, all right, Craig, appreciate you. Uh, uh, having Have a good night, night, guys. Take Have care, Craig. Okay. Uh, we do have an email from Jabron out in Vegas. Uh, he chimes in this evening. He says, what up, fellas? Two questions for you all this week. Uh, so I've seen over the weekend that John Morrison is in talks with WWE and could possibly return. Uh, if this is if this were to happen, uh, where is a good fit for him? NXT or bring him right to the main roster? I don't think that I don't think you do him like a Tyler Breeze who was an NXT darling and like helped to build that brand and was like the guy you trusted to go a full match with Liger. Like not that not that that's any ill will towards John Morrison, but John Morrison is what touching forty, you know. Like even though he looks great and, and has really found ways. To stay, I hate the word relevant because it's so subjective, but he's maintained a a high profile in wrestling. He's made a lot of money doing it. has been champion of the focal point, different places that he's been. Um, I I don't think you risk upsetting that NXT ecosystem by bringing in a main eventer who was rarely a main eventer during his first run with. You know, that wasn't his role. I think you skip the NXT thing and you put him in, you know, a Bobby Roode slot where he's, you know, hovering at the – he can go to the top of the mid-card. Um, I, I think he's the best place for him. I don't think he's ever shown WWE champion chops. I don't think he's as good as, as The Miz, even though he's more athletic. I don't think he's as good as he is. And – you know, where the Miz is, I think is in a good spot. So, no, I think he goes straight to the main roster, and he's somewhere between Bobby Roode and Miz. All the things Cam just said, plus he has no connection with NXT. It wouldn't be like Tyler Breeze, who, like you said, helped build the place, has a connection. Those fans in that building, you know, there's a sizable portion of them that saw Tyler Breeze. You know, live as well. You know, two, three, four years ago, whatever. Um, so no, you, 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 John Morrison is would be a fool to sign any contract that put him on any perceived developmental brand. I don't care if they're on NXT now or, or USA now. Um, um, yeah, that's yeah. I don't have anything much more to say that that you didn't say. He's yeah, I don't care where he is on the main roster. He's gonna, he should be on the main roster if you're going to sign John Morrison. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Second thing from Jabron, he says, "Elnacell is this Sunday, and I don't know if I'm right, 
but we only have three matches so far on the card. I'm guessing more will be added Friday on SmackDown. Uh, thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. Yeah, like I I thought Owens and Shane were going to be on the pay-per-view. And, nope. So, yeah, I haven't been keeping up with the card and announced matches, but I guess the two Hell in a Cell matches, and what's the third that he's he's saying is booked already? Third actual Hell in a Cell match? We've got the two Hell in a Cell matches. He uh, says tag Jermon match says with uh, Reigns and Bryan against Harper and Rowan. Okay. Shit, I I don't know. I think you put that on TV and 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 Owens and Shane on pay per view. I don't know. I wonder what was the decision and what got on the, what got to go on that SmackDown and what got saved for the pay per view and the logic behind it. Yeah. I just think Reigns and Bryan are going to draw you more people than. Owens and Shane, even if it's in a ladder match with the steps and the, and the this and the that. Yeah. That's my my thought. You're, you, you got apparently, any, any well, really quick, like as we get news as it, as it comes in, like apparently the AEW merch line is ridiculous, like wrapped around whatever corner they have inside the uh, inside the the building for the show. Like people, I, I I've said like. I don't get it because AEW has no track record, but I do understand the, um, you know, Trav, we come up at a time where, oh, now you like this band. Where were you when they dropped their first album? You know, we are kids of that generation. So I understand people trying to get it on the ground floor because if this is the thing that works, you get to say you were there from the beginning um, and feel like you're a part of something organic. Uh, but even with that said, like again, like I, I don't, I don't, I barely put my faith in people I know, let alone strangers. So I think it's great for them that people are treating AEW like a cause and putting their money toward it the way that they are. But it's still weird to me. <laughs> it's still strange. Well, I, I'm pretty sure there were people that when Sgt. Pepper came out were like, where were you guys when, you know, Let Me Hold Your Hand came out? <laughs> you know, you're, you know, people's fans. So uh, that, that's generational, that, that that attitude. But I definitely get uh, get that where you're coming from, for sure. Um, I, I'm not surprised. Uh, AEW, no matter what you think of them, in their run up to 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 tonight has momentum like that's the one thing that's just not subjective they absolutely have momentum and i was like it's just going to be a matter of when is the first time they don't sell out a building for for a tv taping or for a pay-per-view because mm-hmm. so far every time they put something on sale it's you know 20 minutes later everything's sold out no matter the size of the show. And all the first Monday, Wednesday shows, all the Dynamite shows, sold out as soon as they put the tickets on sale in Boston and Philly and then in the Midwest. So it wasn't like just these one areas of the country. It's 
that can't. That <laughs> everybody would understand would agree that that can't continue. It's just a matter of is it, you know, you know, WCW's run. You know, is it eighty three weeks? Do they get eighty three weeks, or are we in January? You know, there there's just signs that oh hey, look at this building that's ninety five percent full. Like that's mm-hmm. a bad thing, and it's not a sellout. Um, that that'll that'll be interesting to see, but momentum and people willing to buy everything they put out is <coughs> great for them. Major. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be the thing that keeps them uh, keeps them keeps them relevant. For, for at least the first year of their existence, I'm giving them a year that 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 keeps up. Yeah. Where they could be mediocre as fuck, but uh, but the momentum. In yeah, that's that's a, that's a great thing that I like to talk about. When does it have to be good? Because well, you know, uh, in, in an hour, <laughs> fucking forty minutes. Well, I mean, people <laughs> are shooting like, them a lot of bail though, like. Specifically, they're doing what? People are what? They're shooting. They're shooting them a lot of bail. Um, What's that? Like specifically, like you know, their 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 call to arms is diversity, and I feel like we've rightfully pointed out where they have not produced in that space. You know, like we've we we've acknowledged that and we've challenged them to it, and we've gotten answers from them. But, I mean, if people will say, well, they've only been around X amount of months and they're still signing and that's coming, does that carry over to quality of television? Does that carry over to the quality of storyline? Does that carry over to match quality? Like, when does it have to be a show where you can look at it and say, of the five things they needed to check off, they've been checking off for consistently. When does it need to do that before people say, okay, what is this? Do you think they have a year? Do you think they have six months? Do they have three? Do they have one? Well, they probably won't have a a long time. That's not how things work. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. they're not just going to get, you know, it'll be people complaining that, you know, in, 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 in two hours and 40 minutes about something. Uh, and, 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 and I'm not saying com- all, just inherently complaint is bad or wrong or whatever, but there will be. Uh, but for, for logical people and people that are like, you know, uh, I, I think they'll be given some time. I think people will understand. I think the network will understand. I think casual fans will understand this is new. But they just have to do, you know, other things. Mm-hmm. To you know, you just can't be, you can't be new and ooh bumpy and rough and ooh that was tough all the way around. <laughs> you know, like you got to have, you know, you can't, you can't be missing shots as a as a production team. You can't, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. What do you uh, lead into? They do, they do the most of the base stuff that they're, you know, good at, that you've seen, that you know that they can do. Uh, I think they'll be, 
they'll be given time, especially the people who who like them and the people who want to like them. What do you make of WWE electing to open NXT with the NXT title match? Um, And likely, and again, this could change, but likely closing the show with Fish and O'Reilly and Street Profits going directly up against the elite Jericho and LAX. Tag match against tag match. That's interesting. I thought it, I, I thought I took the question uh, when it was posed earlier. I thought it was they were going to have the the women's women main event. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I, I don't know, Candice LeRae. Like, yeah, okay. Like Shayna, sure, absolutely, big. Big, you know, big up and coming star, and got a presence, and certainly <laughs> make you stop if you, channel surfing if you if you saw her on your on your screen, you know, stretching somebody or being introduced. Um, I think I'm not sure. I, I thought when I thought it was the women going to main event, I thought okay, that's that's actually like oh all right, I that's worthy. And another thing about that, like here's the two things I'd say really quick. I do think that AEW's call to arms with with diversity and having, you know, out the gate a strong women's division, I think a great way to combat that is to say, like you said, like we have Shayna Baszler, who's in some people's eyes, those being the hazel ones that reside in my face, um, the best women's wrestler. Um, And and whoever they put up against that, especially not having like a Kylie Ray, who I think would be the closest thing they have to a a talent of that caliber, and and that part's just me. But also, you've had the Street Profits on on Raw as MCs, for a couple of months, you had them say, on Raw this last Monday, when are people going to get to see us? It's on NXT this week to challenge the tag champs. So I think that, you know, that's synergy with, to date, your biggest show. Um, so, yeah, I think either way they go is cool, but I do think that they're looking to go directly up against whatever AEW is putting on in that final segment. Do you think they have a, a ma- like a they're going to be malleable in that way? Like they're going to be, hey, be on your toes. You might be in like like if you're telling Shayna and 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 Candice and, and Street Profits yeah. and O'Reilly and Fish, so all, you're like, hey, yeah. be in segment they eight were- or seven, mm-hmm. or you can be in segment fifteen. I don't know, I think that's, I got my segments right. Like, be on your toes and mm-hmm. be ready and limber and ready to wrestle in segment seven if ah! you have to, but also in segment 15 if you have to. I wonder if probably they're going to go that not. far. Yeah, probably not. Um, but, I mean, if you had both of them at the bottom of the hour, it's the same thing. More or less, you know. Like, um, when they put their women on, we're going to put ours. When they put their big tag match on, we're going to put ours on. Like, I wonder yeah, if it's I mean, that. I think that may be 
too petty, but I'm also remembering who we're dealing with. Like, these are the kings of petty. They made their bones being petty. Um, so, yeah. Why that pissing company just to fire you? So, interesting. All right, let's uh, see who we got on the line here. Let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on? What up? What's going on? What's going on, my brothers? How y'all feeling? Oh, doing well. Doing all right, doing man. Well. Doing well. I'm, you know, because I know time is a running, but let me just keep it. You know, I'm gonna try to keep it as brief as possible. But I want to start with first that WWE has the softest and pussiest baby faces that ever lived. Wasn't a great like, week. Like, Wasn't a great week. Hey, let me ask you a question, Ken. If you see another cat just standing there, just 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 tongue all down your your honey throat, are you just gonna stand there like a fucking moron and just look stupid, or you wanna really try to like uh, that Monday night was just so that yeah, was the not, dumbest, not be, dumbest shit I saw. Not that I'm proud of it, but I've definitely fought niggas for less. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not built like that. Travis has seen it. Less, <laughs> like, you know, I, I've been, I've been less offended and and more active in, in this situation. I mean, I, I wasn't offended by it, but I'm just saying, just, just, just human nature. Period. Like from a man's standpoint, you're not gonna try to run up the aisle or nothing, chasing God. Right. Like, and the hard thing about it is. We've, they wrote like, it to be so counter the logic. Yeah, we, we've seen right. Rusev more aggressive about things. Um, now, could the caveat be that the only thing he can't get aggressive over is his wife? No, because he whooped Aiden English ass for insinuating that his wife was wilding out. Right. And history shows right. that these fucking... Dolph Ziggler about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Right. But history shows these angles are no good. They does no good. I'm they don't make money. They're not money-making angles. They're no, they don't draw interest. I mean, they showed that on if you went to WWE's Twitter, they have a a, a supercut of all the reactions, like Randy yeah. Orton and Corbin on the stage reacting, crowd shots, Seth from ringside, and of course uh, uh, Rusev standing in the ring looking like a bitch. And Look, I you know that's what you're going for for the, the old fact, like, oh yeah. my god. But to what he is the donkey of the week. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't argue. He is the donkey of the week. I mean, history proves Travis Cam from fucking Hollywood John Tatum and Missy to Eddie Gilbert to uh Benoit and Sullivan to Triple H and Stephanie to uh Edge and Lita. Those angles don't work and sometimes well most times they backfire. It's the fucking wife and lady. Oh, see, I wouldn't lump. I don't think you can lump Edge and Lita in what what they did here tonight. Well, not that. Well, not that. I don't think you can lump uh, some of those. You threw out a few, but I I, I think you have to keep it to fucking with people's real life relationships, playing on that bullshit. Right, and this company has a lot of examples because they they do it all the time. They have that, a history of fucking with people, at fucking up people' home life because they, for one reason or another, they might not like Rusev. So it's like, oh, we'll get him. We gonna fucking sink his career and fuck his marriage up. And one fell swoop. 
Like the hardest thing game, about it with play. him is like he is such a like such a, a interesting personality. Like he really has he has character. And I'm not talking about like in the context of wrestling. Like watching him tweet is fun. Like he has a right. real charisma to him. And a, like, like the, the things that they say Cesaro lacks, Rusev has. has you know, like right. So it's it's rough to see him have to play like because he can't be himself on the internet right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like <laughs> because everybody will come at his neck. Like it's and people have said like, well, what if they think this is cool and what if they're in favor of it? That's great. But plenty of wrestlers have been in favor of things that everybody else thinks is dumb. You know, what if they let yeah. Goldberg be the hybrid? Like, that, that was his character name. Where would he be right now? Right. But a guy like Rusev deserves way better, man. Like like you said, he to me, he's a charismatic guy. Even from when he was on Total Divas and when they was doing the South, the, the South Pole regional shit, like, his comedic timing, he could be serious. Like, he's one of those dudes that's cool. You know what I mean? It's like, the way I looked at it when I first saw it, I said it has to be somebody that doesn't like that guy. And, you know what I mean? Something's personal from him probably taking the time off or time away because they weren't doing shit with him. You know what I mean? They missed the boat on this guy when he was fucking hot as fish grease selling t-shirts and shit, and they did nothing with him. Like, it, it was just... And then you got fucking Andy Barkley. After, I, I, if he don't fucking lose this title Sunday, I'm not... I, I, I fucking <laughs> boycott Sal's Pizzeria, goddammit. Because it's like, come on, three weeks straight, this guy fucking screaming and, and, and hooping and hollering oh, like he's really Andy Barkley. fucking <laughs> afraid of this guy. Killing that man. Yeah. Like if he comes out, if he wins this title Sunday, and oh yeah, a lot of Enzo stuff. It's been they just do this with her. It seems like it's like they're determined to. to I don't I don't know what, but they flutter up. Call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But more than and that, I mean, I mean, you can slut somebody up and not like. Yeah, and I think unbelievably, Ray, you know, like it's just not believable. Like we know, right? I, we, I think most of the fans look at that as just after the oh, look at them kissing, and aren't they really married? You know, and then you go, okay, that was for the show. They're not really, but you know, that could like fuck shit up. Not even because she's going to start liking Lashley, or Lashley's going to start liking her, but just. You know, now he's got to deal with that. She's got to deal with that. Like, uh, it's and it's also zero personality Lashley. Like, of everybody. Right. Why is she into him? I guess we'll go try to answer those questions. But that's not a net. That was the most awkward, like, because I'm sitting here like, this doesn't make much, if any, sense. Like, are they connected in any way? Like, no. If this was, they weren't even on the same was, show, Trav. If this was... Uh, if it was Jinder Mahal, it would make more sense. Because at least they had a goddamn tag team for you know, three yeah. months, three years ago. <laughs> right, it, don't, it makes zero sense. Like, it would have made more sense with Sh- her coming back with Shinsuke. Like, to me, if he didn't already have a, 
uh, this uh, Sami Zayn, it would have made more sense while coming back with him. But it's like, yo, this shit makes zero sense. I looked at that from that angle, and I also looked at history shows. These angles don't fucking work, and they usually are a recipe for disaster. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at your fucking top champion. Sit up there and play fucking uh, a, 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 a fucking Sydney and Scary movie. <laughs> it's like, come on, guy. Come on. Come on now. I mean, overall, I thought the rest of the show was good. You know, we all looking forward to tonight. I got everything on DVR. You know, NXT, they put it up, I think, 12 o'clock, 12 midnight after the, uh, you know, the, the live showing. And also, um, listening to listening to Wade's two-hour conversation with Tony Khan. Yeah, that's dude, what I wanted to bring up. Thanks for bringing that up. Dude is, dude is like, just in his own. Like, he just totally relaxed, just chill. He's like, yeah, I already know. Like, we've been, this ain't, you know, no, no run-of-the-mill shit. We scrambling and rambling to do. Like, this is something that we, you know, we've been working on and practicing. You know what I mean? He's Probably very confident this shit for... in the people he put in place, and he's very oh. confident in his talent. Like, yeah. Right. That is, and he... to be, that is to be commended. He really is. Right. And he said he always want to be accessible to guys like you, Dave, Wade, you know what I mean? Shit like that. And also, um, he raised up, you know, a couple, you know, a decent point. He's like, we're pretty much doing better than what WCW was doing in their dying days without fucking television. Like, we had the two most successful pay-per-views outside of any fucking company in North America in the past, you know what I mean, in the past however many years, which is true. I think um, TNA, like, two, their two biggest, I think it only topped out at between Fifty and sixty thousand buys. I think we talked about that though. Like we were like, whatever they did that first show killed all TNA pay per views. Like yeah, they did. He it. said it. They did one ten the first show, and I believe they did about a hundred and one, a hundred and two or something the second show. And he said he didn't even know that the, one of the free shits, which was Fighter Fest, did the numbers that it did in the UK. So and then they, you know, and then with the you know their cycle is completing with. They got ITV, they got TSN now, so everything, you know, came to fruition. That they, You know what I mean? Only thing they need is the eyeballs on the show. I like the special that they did yesterday. Like, they they, they ham it home, they interview, I mean, they introduce you to virtually everybody. And I don't know if you guys saw the, the BTE uh, for this week, the Being the Elite. Um, it looks like Kenny is going back to the old clean gimmick. Okay. It looked, yeah, it looked like he's gonna be the um the cleaner, Kenny Omega. So um, yeah, I mean that's pretty uh, much all I got for you guys. Real quick, two things about this NXT pre-show uh, on the network. Uh, Wale's got the uh, Street Profits new T-shirt on, and also Sam Roberts should never not have uh, a, a a big giant beard. Yeah, right. especially when he. He's got the sharp shape up and everything. Like, it just, you know, he goes from looking like a guy who I'd wash in 12 seconds to, man, that guy might do some, uh, you know, yeah. judo in the woods or something. <laughs> like, yeah. I like and, and I'm watching it. I have TNT on, 
and they're doing backstage promos with uh, Omega and the Bucks and the Jericho and LAX. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty cool visually. Last, oh, last thing, real quick, fellas, before is I, that before on TNT? Cam? Yeah, it's on TNT. I mean, it's only a commercial during the show, so you'll probably miss it by the time you get to it. Oh, okay, I got you. But it's probably not. I think they're doing something, because I just saw on Twitter. My bad, Mike, but I saw on Twitter Tony Khan talking to the crowd. So he's, you know, revving up the crowd before they go live. Um, I don't know if I can watch that anywhere, but okay, cool. So to start off with Impact against AEW, no pun intended, um, do you think that Tonight, that on uh, NXT, they pull the trigger on Riddle winning the title off of um, Adam Cole, or you think that's too premature? I think both matches, Mike, uh, both the uh, the Cole-Riddle match and the Street Profits-Fish-O'Reilly uh, match, I think both of those end with uh, undisputed interference, again, leading to a four-on-four at War Games. Like, I, yep. I have to, until they say that's not happening, that's my thing. And not to be like other people who exist in this space, but I feel like I've been making that same prediction for months. So, if it happens. Well, it's, you can, and it's not like, well, it didn't happen yet, because it hasn't been scheduled yet. So, you, you get yeah. the one time to be right or wrong. You, yeah. you're, just, you're just deciding to build it up for eight months. Exactly, exactly. It just, it just seems to fit. Um, but, yeah, seriously, that I think makes that, sense. Yeah, it just seems like they're going that route. It seems like they have built-in feuds. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, you hate to see a show start off with a non-clean finish going up against AEW, which you feel like is going to have not all clean finishes tonight, but I would say, like, just about, like, damn near so. We'll see, but yeah, I just think that they're they're building to war games, so I I think that Cole retains through some type of outside interference. Right, and not for nothing to me. TNT right now, yeah. by the way. Not for nothing to me. I feel as though, um, if not this Friday night, I feel the dream is going to get drafted up or moved over or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, I think I that would be. I don't think that'd be a good idea. I, I, I think no, it's too for, early if for you're going to sure. introduce him to this Wednesday USA audience, let him draw you some some people on Wednesday for at least until you know April until you do your WrestleMania call up or something. Well, who's like, to there's say no that? need for why? Why is there a rush to get Dream to to especially now that we can see him on the on the goddamn. USA Wednesday, it's not like he's stuck down in this obscure NXT that you got to have the network for. Like, no, 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 no. We and our friends and casual friends and family, we can introduce this guy to them now in their homes without devices and shit. Just turn on goddamn USA and say, look at this guy. I think it would be, uh, I don't think it's a good idea to have him go up to Raw or SmackDown. I think with this draft coming up on the 11th and 14th, you, you solidify. Uh, uh, what the rosters are going to be going forward for the next however long till they shake it up again, and then you do something, and then you go from there and let them. Yeah, I don't. Right. My, and I leave y'all. With Travis, I just think that however much credit Triple H has in the bank, like whatever, whatever he can get them 
to, to put a home loan on, I think he uses it on Dream every time. I, I really think so. I, I feel like if he's made an appeal to Vince for anybody when he had to give up other people, I really think it's been for Dream. Um, that's the right. one untouchable. So, I, I mean, with that said, I could see it happening, but because they have a two-hour show now, because it's on USA now, because the focus is on SmackDown now, um, I really feel like Triple H can, can make that call to get him to have him stay there for a little bit longer. Right. Turn right. him into a star with a mainstream audience and then make him then in, in April or whenever they do a shakeup, then it means way more when yeah. holy shit Velveteen's on Raw or holy shit, you know, whatever. It makes if if he is that division it makes it a bigger di- – or is that brand, essentially. is He's the face of the brand, whether it's overtly or just by default. <clears throat> it, it's just a bigger deal when they finally do then bring him up. But to do it now, it would be like, sure, we're going to talk about it, folks. We're going to talk about it, and articles will be written. And, you know, and I'm sure he'd do well with whatever they gave him, hopefully. But right. um, make him into a bigger star first, and then I think it's uh, All right, so I'm going to leave y'all with these last two. And, you know, listen, because I know somebody else want to get it in before the festivities of the evening start because you guys got a busy night ahead. So um, do you take what, um, what Austin said about the one more match with a grain of salt? And or do you see him coming back? And my last question, does CM Punk, you know, take the big money, comes back, wins the Rumble, and finally get his um his mania slot? And I listen from there. I talk to y'all next week on the aftermath of week one, fellas. All right. Most definitely, I appreciate you. Um, I mean, they better take that with all the salt in the ocean, all the grand granules. Yeah. The biggest thing about Steve Austin to me is that Steve Austin wrestles in black trunks, knee pads, and black boots. Um, yeah. He's not rock where he was able to make that transition in the movies and he had to have his body, at least in his mind, look a certain way. And Steve Austin's still in good shape. Don't let me discredit him like that. But, like, Steve Austin gets credit for having one of the best, quote-unquote, natural bodies that they've ever had. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he looked like a guy who definitely lifted weights but also didn't bodybuild. Like, I, I hope I'm conveying kind of what I'm saying. He like a guy. He like a, a real guy in really good shape, not a CrossFit guy. He looked like a guy who cared enough, who cared about his body and being fit, but not to an obnoxious level. Exactly, exactly. Like when you see him in the ring against Triple H in, in the last couple of years, there's a clear difference in like physique and musculature, but he still like has a good look. I say that to say he has to work to get back into that shape, and I can't see Steve Austin who's very conscious of his image and the things that he attaches his name to coming out unless he was and wrestling who? just like Steve Austin. I'm sorry? And wrestling who? Yeah, who's out there for Steve Austin to have a real grudge against. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I could see one more match, but um, I just think that so many things that are not in play would have to fall in play. Like, He's not going to finally wrestle Brock 
You know, like, that's not the Steve Austin last match. Him and The Rock settled what they needed to by Rock finally getting his win. There's no nothing to prove there. Him and Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels did the job that he needed to do, but that wasn't even like a real rivalry. You know, like there's not, and there's nobody new who's enough of a badass for Steve Austin to drop what he's doing to come out against. Like, they cut Kevin Owens off at every turn. You know, like. And what was what was Mike's other one? Uh, is CM Punk going to take that, oh, yeah. that blank check to finally get, I mean, I think CM Punk is going to find his way onto that Fox show and make really good money doing what he's best at, and that's giving an opinion that enough people agree with to where it, it matters and enough people disagree with to where it's news. Yeah, I don't have much of an opinion. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't have any even speculative insight on what I think Punk would, would, would do. You know, would he take a studio job that would could possibly? I don't think he, he's going to main event WrestleMania ever. I don't think. I think that's out of the, the picture. Even if everything went well with the relationship and his comeback, and and he actually wanted to wrestle and was in, I, I just don't think. Uh, I think that time is just. I guess it's a story to tell, and you can get people excited, but. I think uh, that time might have been two or three years ago if you're going to do anything. But now, if he, you know, wants to be a controversial guy that does, uh, you know, studio stuff, that's 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 fine too. I'll listen to him and watch him. So, all right, all right let's uh, wrap things up and uh, head down to Georgia. And talk to uh, talk to Darrell. Darrell was, well, man. What up? Are you on? <laughs> Hello? Oh. There you go. Oh, you can hear me. This show is wild today, boy. Yeah, look, look, Pete Game. Wild so. Talk. Don't explain it. We don't have time. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. all, all the Honestly. lights are fucking weird. It looked like he wasn't on, but he. it looked the light for him being on hold was on, but I heard his damn. Anyway, what up, Jarrell? Man, I ain't bringing up. I ain't, y'all don't talk enough, wrestling, man. I just want to chit chat with you guys for a second. Shit. Right. <laughs> What's up, um, Lu- um, Lucy, baby, um, baby <laughs> Billy? What up, Travis? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Damn, boy, I didn't know you was a Lucy. Now, welcome back to the welcome to the club, man. Anyway, <laughs> hey, man, it's, uh, the game is the game, man, and 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 we all take them ills sometimes. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Damn. But <laughs> but anyway, man, I was loving y'all conversation earlier, man, when y'all was talking about um like the diversity and stuff like that. And and things. I'm not I'm not the guy who go with people who um tell you we're gonna be diverse. Because why yeah. you have to tell people just be diverse. That means no. them them types of people try to pull it won't even be an an issue and that's what you wanted. You don't even want people to think about it. You don't want people to look at your show and be like, "It's a lot of fucking white dudes on this show," <laughs> right? Like that's just not necessarily what you want in 2019. So just, just do it. Unless they're just really good. That's another thing. Like if you got a bunch of, you know, 
fucking studs, but it's like, you know, there's some stud black guys and yeah. Mexican. It ain't even shit that. Put people out there in a role that fits them, that they not a stereotype, that they can be regular people. And then let people pick up on it themselves. Like they say, right. you can't but name But diversity to me doesn't necessarily let just somebody mean else give you the nickname. Have, you know, black and brown people and women on your show, the obvious ones. It's Are you going to have people that look different, like body type-wise? And, you know, is people, are people going to be able to have their own look and different haircuts and not look? You know, is everybody going to have the fucking wet, slick back hair like Seth Rollins or Rhino or Roman Reigns? That kind of thing. Like, I'm more, well, I'm more well, worried about that guy. That, creative. Y'all were talking person. about that, too. Also, it's, when we're coming with that now, Y'all, uh, people be lying and don't be telling the truth because, come on, um, even the women, they, the people who are in the women's division, not, you can't name their top two. Would they top two be in the top four or top six of um, uh, NXT women? I'm talking no. about people that you don't see with your own eyes, seen, no. um, proven. Yeah. No. So people be really? lying when they say they um, stuff. Um, Compare. Uh, I know y'all one thing I've been shit. saying they, about so they about AEW the six months. They need stars. They need people that people care about, and the people that they have now, outside of the top, their top four or five acts, are if their roster falls off a fucking table. Like yeah. they've got to because the I don't first think six you should, um, TV has to be has to be good and star making because they have to make stars. So yeah, we, that goes true. back to the conversation we had earlier about how long did they like have that. and blah blah blah. Like they better not think about how long they better go, we ain't they better think we got till next week. So every week should be about making a fucking star and and hopefully that's their mindset. Hopefully, hopefully so. And if you NXT, do not count a program. Like y'all was saying earlier, they should put their women on when they put their women on. It shouldn't even be that way because you don't want to that compare and contrast that sometimes because if you feel like your women better, just put them on in spots that most people see. And on, don't yeah, fuck up the like flow of said, the show. We, look who you're dealing with. You know, Petty Ruxpin's over here. So I understand that. It's, uh, I don't think they will. I don't expect them to, but I would not be surprised because I'm going to be watching simultaneously. I'm going to have both shows on live, um, so I I, yeah, I, got I think they'll I got book their show. Live. They have the shit written, and they're going to you know call it as it's been written. I don't think they're going to be making audibles and watching the other show. I think NXT because it was that was, that's a sign of weakness, and I think NXT rightfully show so. Should be like we ain't got nothing to fucking worry about. Like we have the superior product, we have the bigger stars, we have the better production values, we have the history, blah blah, all the things that they have in their column that you would check off. Um, I it would be it would be a sign of of they're really worried, and I don't think you want the folks that would know you're really worried. Like, because then columns and are going to be written and fucking they just want to start. That could start a ball, a self-fulfilling kind of thing, you know. Just just write your show and yeah. fucking deal with And then you find out what they did later. And then you chuckle like, oh, they, <laughs> you know, or you go, ooh, wow, that was interesting. We Next week we got to, they're bringing it. Next week we got to, that's how it should be. And 
Yeah. I, I forget who it was. I think it was Brandon. I think it might have been a cool black nerd. But he said uh, he's talking about how WWE, what are they supposed to sit back and take it? Because this idea that WWE countering and doing kinds of things is unfair. Like, well, what the fuck do you expect them to do? Like, what would you do? <laughs> would you just let, if you could keep competition from getting a foothold, wouldn't you do it? Or you're like, no, everybody should make money. Like, then you're a fucking idiot, and I don't want to buy no shares in your company. <laughs> right? Like, that's just how it works. So, no. yeah, WWE should do everything up to watching the show while their show is on and doing little stupid stuff like that. Outside of that, whatever. All fair. And- yeah, because you shouldn't do that anyway. I think maybe you, Cam, um, if you agree with me on this, because you watch the movie. That's just like what um, DC was doing when they were trying to come up with their universe to Marvel, who'd been in the game for about seven, eight years. They were mm-hmm. trying to um, counter-program to a sort with their movies, and it wasn't working. That's why their movies were bombing. And now that they don't mm-hmm. even give a fuck through my language what uh, Marvel doing, their movies been popping. Yeah. Yeah. When they had to take a step back and do things different, um, because they couldn't match things up, and and they ended up producing. That's how you get an Aquaman. That's how you get a Shazam. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Those uh, movies were popping. I heard Shazam was good, but I hear mixed things about Aquaman. Aquaman, I mean, Aquaman made a lot of money. It was it was it was a departure from what they were doing. I think is the biggest thing, Travis. Hmm. It was a sign of um, things to come because it wasn't all as dark and gloomy. And whatever they was doing before, like you can improve on it, but it wasn't as terrible as the other one. So that's that's my feeling on it and stuff like that. But other than that, man, I'm just ready to see these two shows and see how uh, see how they're gonna be. I, I see a lot of people just go with what they're being told and then spew that stuff and don't don't have no personality of their own. They just follow along. So. I just want to make my own decision by watching both shows. I ain't going to be in here just because somebody else says it's going to be good. That means it's good and stuff like that. So I was with you when you said that, Cam, earlier about, you know, you barely believe people <laughs> who cool with you. So believe yeah. the people who not. Yeah. I'm going to fight you to the no end. I dying on your heel. I'm not gonna die on your heel. I'm gonna die on the heel of my own. Mm-hmm. So, but um, for everybody, um, do y'all really think this is a real wrestling war? Because I hear people keep talking about lap fans and stuff like this. But to me, I'm thinking most of these lap fans are passed away. <laughs> you ain't. I don't hear nobody else talking about bringing in new fans. Yeah, you don't have to choose. Like, WWE's already made all the money in the world. Um, and I feel like that, that, that train, that machine is in motion that they don't have to worry about AEW as a, as a threat to them being rich forever. On the flip side, like, I don't think it's a war because, like, these are guys who are publicly all friends. Um, there's a million places to wrestle and get money now. You can make it on your own. Like, there's just all these reasons that it's not a war because nobody's going to die. Not based on one show, the other show's success. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
worthy things of being said. Appreciate you, Darrell. I hate to cut you off so abruptly. But, uh, yeah, no, we got to get, get going, get moving. Um, yeah, me and Rich will be by for, for, for VIP. So we'll have some reaction for these live shows. Uh, so tune in there if you are VIP, if you're uh, free folk. Right in here. So we'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks, everybody. That's Cam, Trev. Yeah. Yes, the Lord of this. Yo, shit, dropped on this, damn it, recording it.